Hello and welcome to the Imagineer podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Kroll, and this is episode number 30 of the Imagineer podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about another extinct attraction. We first featured an extinct attraction in episode 23 when we talked about Horizons over at Epcot, which was replaced by Mission Space. Now, there is an attraction over at the Magic Kingdom that is now extinct and has been for over a decade, but is one that I remember from traveling to the Magic Kingdom as a kid with my family and is one of the attractions that has some of my most earliest memories of visiting Walt Disney World. That attraction is over in Tomorrowland and was referred to as the Timekeeper. Now, if you've heard of this attraction before, you I am hoping have had some really incredible memories of the attraction, or if you've seen a video on YouTube, perhaps you uh, realize how really incredible this attraction was. It certainly wasn't an e-ticket attraction by any means, but was something that I know a lot of Disney fans, myself included, enjoyed when visiting the Magic Kingdom. So in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the Timekeeper. I'll share some details with you from Timekeeper's history, some fun facts you might not have known before, and just in case you didn't get the chance to ride Timekeeper, or even if you did, we're going to hop on our own personal podcast time machine and head back to the late 1990s to enjoy the full experience of the Timekeeper. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. Timekeeper first opened its doors to the public on November 21st, 1994 at the Magic Kingdom. It was a Circle Vision 360 film that replaced American Journeys in the Magic Kingdom's Circle Vision Theater in Tomorrowland, which later became the Tomorrowland Metropolis Science Center, which many of you, if you remember the former version of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, you might have heard that robotic voice that I referred to in an earlier episode of one that is very iconic for me as a kid going to the Magic Kingdom, announcing the Tomorrowland Metropolis Science Center and the Timekeeper. Now, for those of you who are trying to picture where was Timekeeper in Tomorrowland, well, today that building houses Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It pretty much takes up that exact footprint that Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor now takes. So that's where the Timekeeper was starting on November 21st, 1994. But believe it or not, Timekeeper at the Magic Kingdom was not the first version of this attraction. In many cases, there are times where an attraction will first be built in Disneyland or Walt Disney World and then make its way to international parks. But this is one of the first instances where an international park, especially because they were so young at the time, actually inspired an attraction at the Magic Kingdom in the US. So Timekeeper of the Magic Kingdom was actually the third incarnation of this attraction. It first debuted in Discoveryland at Disneyland Paris on April 12, 1992. And in fact, 
when you listen to the attraction, you'll hear references to Jules Verne, who plays a huge part in this attraction. And in that sense, if you know anything about Discoveryland at the Disneyland Paris Park, it has everything to do with Jules Verne's vision of the future. So it makes a lot of sense as to why the timekeeper has Jules Verne as such a huge part of the attraction. So we'll get to hear that in just a few minutes. So it opened first in Disneyland Paris, and then made its way over to Tokyo Disneyland on April 15th, 1993. What's amazing about Timekeeper is that it wasn't the first Circle Vision 360 movie. In fact, we covered a couple in an earlier episode that you can see over at uh, the China Pavilion at Epcot. There's another one as well over at the Canada Pavilion at Epcot. So Timekeeper was certainly not the first 360 movie, but it was the first 360 movie that Disney created to follow a narrative rather than just focus on the scenery and kind of going from scene to scene of the countryside of a particular region or country. So this was the chance for Imagineers really to develop an immersive story that would take guests through something more than just visiting a country or visiting a landscape. So it's a little bit beyond what you would experience today in something like Soren, where it is mostly just going over the countryside and instead develop the storyline and make it a, a little bit more fun, give guests a little bit more of a chance to almost take part in a movie or a show. So it featured, rather than just a 360 movie, a combination of live action and animated sequences that took guests through time, including visiting the past, taking a journey through the present, and even taking a glimpse into the future in very Tomorrowland fashion. Now, unlike the terrifying extraterrestrial alien encounter across the pathway, which I'll probably have to cover in a future episode, Timekeeper was meant to be lighthearted, family-friendly, and even humorous. And that's why Disney hired two famous comedic voice actors to play the parts of the iconic signature characters in The Timekeeper. Those two famous actors were Rhea Perlman and Disney legend Robin Williams, who, for those of you out there who, kids you might not know, is the voice of the genie in Aladdin. Of course, he's done so much more than that. He is a Disney legend, and so Disney actually hired Robin Williams to play the voice of the timekeeper. And meanwhile, Rhea Perlman played the part of his beloved sidekick, Nine-Eye, who, if you think about a circle vision camera, it does have nine cameras and Nine-Eye is nine eyes. You'll, you'll hear the details when you listen to the attraction, but Nine-Eye really did uh, literally take us into the past, into the present, and into the future. In the American version of Timekeeper, guests are introduced to a brand new invention per the story. It's a fully functioning time machine, which this scientist Timekeeper invented and is now demonstrating to an audience. And the fact that he's demonstrating to the audience is very similar to, again, the alien encounter, which, although that attraction, again, was much more terrifying and much more for a thrill level audience, an older audience that could handle that type of scary attraction, both attractions are similar in the sense that you are going through a demonstration of a new piece of technology and was very fitting with the story of Tomorrowland, or at least that corridor of Tomorrowland, in the mid to late 1990s. And of course, per 90s Disney attraction candor, uh, Timekeeper took guests on a fantastic journey that was full of wonder, imagination, and plenty of mishaps. I'll leave those mishaps for the recording when you listen, uh, but I will leave you with just another famous voice actor who appears in the attraction. So. 
I mentioned already, you have Robin Williams, you have Rhea Perlman. There's a third famous actor who's in there, who is Jeremy Irons. For those of you, I'm sure most of you know who Jeremy Irons is. He's again, another iconic actor in general. In the world of Disney, he did the voice of Scar from The Lion King. I'm not gonna tell you which character in the attraction he voiced. I'm gonna leave that as a piece of Disney trivia. So after listening to the recording, if you can identify who Jeremy Irons played the voice of, and you will know the character's name, please let me know. You can send me a message or an email on our social media channels or imagine your podcast at gmail.com. Let me know, and I'll be sure to give you a shout out if you're the first one to let me know in a future episode of the Imagineer podcast. Now, unfortunately, for those of you who have been to the Magic Kingdom in the last 10 plus years, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. And that's because Timekeeper officially closed on February 26th, 2006. And then shortly thereafter, construction began for the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, which debuted at the Magic Kingdom on April 2nd, 2007. And if you're thinking of perhaps going over to Disneyland Paris or to Tokyo Disneyland to visit those versions of the attractions, well, unfortunately, they don't exist in either of those parks as well. In fact, the Magic Kingdom's version outlasted the other two. Timekeeper in Paris closed in 2004, and in Tokyo, it actually closed in 2002. So unfortunately, the Timekeeper is now part of Disney extinct attraction history, but thanks to technology like podcasting, we can again hop aboard our podcast time machine and journey back to the, the late 1990s, early 2000s, and enjoy a full journey through the Timekeeper. So in this episode, we're now going to transition over to that recording. As with other recordings, when we go through an attraction, the best way to experience it is by wearing over-the-ear headphones or earbuds. That'll give you the best 360-degree experience. But of course, if you're driving in your car, and I know you, many of you are out there driving in your car, you're still going to get a great experience listening to this part of the podcast. So no matter where you are, grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this 360 degree experience of the timekeeper.
for a trip through time. Hey, who took my toga? Oh, uh, hi there. Nice to see ya. The name's Nine Eye, and he caught me packing for my big trip through time. Well, actually, I should say our big trip because you're all coming with me, courtesy of an amazing new invention. The very first, one of a kind, special limited edition time machine super sport turbo XL. Isn't she a beauty? Don't worry, we're not all squeezing into that gizmo, just me. But it'll be just like you're right there with me. Because I have built-in cameras all around me, nine of them, giving a complete 360-degree view of everything I see. And I'll be transmitting everything back to you, live. So everything I see, you see. See? Please fill these rooms. No! In. Thank you. And if you'll please step forward, fill the rows in the front row. Down front. Thank you.
before we begin, we would like to make the minor control adjustments. Oops. Oh, something broke. Hold on one moment, please. Just one moment. Thank you. Well, we're about to begin. In case of a loss of cabin pressure, just relax, okay? Thank you. Come on in. Thank you. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? I don't know why that's there, except to go... Now, please form double rows and move to the center of the theater. Do it! You've been waiting outside! You've been in line for a while! Just do it! Thank you. That's right, my friends. Why don't you come on in while we just do a final systems check? Just a few routine... Hey, Mo! Hey, Mo! Hey, Mo! Don't worry. This is all part of the demonstration. Just testing. For your safety, I've invented rails for you to lean on. I call them lean rails. Please do not sit on the lean rails because they're there to lean on. And please don't sit on the floor. My studies show that you can experience time travel on the floor. And it's not a pretty picture in those shorts. Hey, Tinselhead, pipe down. I'm trying to work here. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed guests, and those of you wearing the funny animal hats, welcome. The reason I've gathered you here today is to witness the exploration of the next great frontier, courtesy of my own incredible time machine. Patent pending. Off of order, period, I love. Hey, timekeeper! What? What am I in here? Scrap metal? Come on, introduce me! Oh, pardon moi. I'd like you all to meet my assistant. She's bold, she's brassy, she's self-contained all the way from Cleveland, Ohio. Please welcome the self-programming circumvisual photo droid. Let's say hello to Nine Eye. Okay, enough of this chit-chat. Let's get ready to break the time barrier. That's right, my friends. No longer are we limited to traveling from place to place and losing our bags beforehand. Now, with my time machine, it is possible to travel from time to time. Enough explaining. Hit the switch. We're almost ready to go. Just a few last-minute details. You know, this thing looked a lot safer in the blueprints, bud. It's perfectly safe. You have absolutely nothing to worry about. Raising neutrino shield... Yeah, if this gizmo's so safe, what are you doing with that neutrino shield? Oh, nothing. It's just a little design flourish. Ha, <laughs> don't worry. Lead-lined underwear. Check. Laser gun. Targeted. Check. Whoa, watch where you point that thing. It worked! <laughs> and they left to be back at university. Maybe it's because of the tutu. Well, you doubting autonomous. You ready to make some history? I'm ready already. Let's go! I'll decide when we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Nine-Eye? Nine-Eye? Can you hear me? I read you Nine-Eye, I've lost that miserable little piece of metal. Hey, I heard that. Where am I? Don't worry, Nine-Eye, you're safe and sound in the, um, Triassic period. I'm opening my eyes. I better like what I see. Oh, no, you're too far back. These controls are so sensitive. I barely touched them. Oh, big teeth. Brain the size of a walnut. <laughs> No problem, I've got it. 
Oh, quick joke for you. How many Neanderthals that take a light of fire? None. They don't have it. <laughs> I've got to 12,000 years ago, the last great ice age. Fabulous. Oh, daiquiris for everybody. How about a hot cup of antifreeze? I'm icing up here. And here we are. 1450, a demonstration of Gutenberg's printing press. The gates, we are not in Germany. Unless there's a whole new fashion thing. Look at those skirts, it must be cold. And no one's wearing underwear. Tough guys, eh? Get away from there, Naina. He's coming to give you a Glasgow kiss. Ah! Ah! Right between the eyes. I got you, Naina. I got you. The Renaissance. My machine works. I get the grant. Follow that Mona Lisa. You always did have a thing for historical figures. You're going to meet a true visionary. One of my personal heroes, Leonardo da Vinci. Perché io il fatto è il macchina di tempo. To go. Oh, great souvenirs! No, no, don't touch that. Put it back. You don't know where that's been. Put it back. Hey, Mona, take five. He's drawing me. Oh, look, over there. Oh, gravity works. Ciao, ragazzo. Mozart. Yes, Amadeus himself. Today's his seventh birthday. He's playing his own minuet in G. Isn't it fabulous? And over there's little Louis XVI with his head still on. <laughs> Way to go, Wolfie. Way to go. Yes. Will you please? They spotted me. Reel me in, Tin Man. Wait, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Hurry, hurry. They can see me. Try to blend in. Think chandelier. Think France. Think Chardonnay gone tomorrow. I am blending in. I am blending in. Will you stop posing? We have to go now. I am not blending in. I am not blending in. Boy, am I not blending in. Timekeeper, fix this right now. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Oh, I pulled something. Whoa, what's happening? I'm sending you to the Paris Exposition, but it's stuck on fast forward. Well, look at that. Isn't that a great effect? I planned it that way. I really did. Look out. I'm going to throw my circuit breakers. I should save this for the next show. Okay, what are we doing here? Nai, nai, this is something I've wanted to see my whole life. The Exposition Universal de Paris, 1900. Speak English. The Universal Exposition of Paris, 1900. D'accord. We're about to meet two of my greatest heroes, H.G. Wells and Jules Verne. So where are they? What am I, a map? Oh, look, here comes Mr. Wells. But I don't see Jules Verne. Drop down, move closer, blend in, mingle, mingle, mingle. Don't just hover. Don't just have a blend. Look, right there, there he is. A man with his head in the stars. Jules Verne. Monsieur Verne, permit me to present Monsieur H.G. Wells. Monsieur Wells. The honor is mine, sir. Oh, and mine too, sir. Your work, Mr. Wells, caused quite a sensation. Particularly the time oh, machine. Yes, the time machine. I've brought along a model for La Conference. Uh-huh. I spent my life writing about the possible, and you prefer the impossible. Impossible? No, sir. This may be improbable, but believe me, it's not impossible. Good reply. One point. Have you traveled through time? Have I ever traveled through time? Uh, I have traveled through time as often as you have traveled from the Earth to the Moon, sir. Yes. Easy, boys. Too much coffee? Time machine, we have only ten minutes until the conference begins. Well, we'll continue this, Monsieur Verne. I'll be in tow. Travel. It's impossible. Oh, yeah? Look again, Frenchie. No, no, that's it. You're grounded. I told you not to oh, interfere. I'm bringing you back right now. Hey, I watched that. Hey, would you get your paws off me? You're smudging my glossy finish. Timekeeper! 
Don't worry, relax. It's under control. No problem, I've got it. Oh! oh no! What have I done? Oh no! I'm going to be turned into a ready teller. I'm sorry, you're overdrawn. I must be dreaming. Dreaming? <laughs> this is a nightmare. Who are you? Timekeeper. Just a guy who probably destroyed history by bringing you here. Where is here? It's the future, Mr. Vern. Oh, I've got to send you back. No, wait. All my life, I dreamed of the future. You must let me see it. It is pretty wonderful. Maybe... No, I can't. No, I can't. Yes, I can. No, I can't. No, I can't. Yes, I can't. No, I can't. Listen, you have a speech in ten minutes. Plenty of time. But I cannot guarantee your safety. We're not covered for this, really. I take my chances. I think you better go back. With Tinselhead here at the controls, you're going to be French toast by breakfast. Listen, Blinky! I know exactly what I'm doing! Now, Monsieur Verne, tell me, what would you like to see? Everything. Way to go, Jules! Monsieur Verne, I proudly show you the modern world! In ten minutes or less. Give or take a few seconds. So this is the future. It's very dark. You know, I've never been able to read these timetables. He does know what he's doing. Occasionally. Uh-huh. Don't like that noise. I hope that's not what I think it is! Oh. What happened? Where's Jules? I got him on the train. He didn't say inside. Picky, picky. Well, I'll move you in closer. Way to go, Tinhead. You've turned Jules Vern into a hot ornament. Oops. Power down more. Oh, quit showing off and put Jules back on the ground now. Oh, all right. Don't yell at me, please. My circuits are not all there. No kidding. Warning! Warning! Fantastic! Oh, dear God! This is total madness! I want to try it! I am not watching this! There must be something caught in the lift trap, hon! Hey, Professor! What? You put Jules Fern in a race car? Yeah, good thinking. Maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Jules, wait! Now stay with him. Slow down, Julie. Slow down. Kick it, honey. Yeah. Roll on through. Now, pop a wheelie. You're in here now. Hey. Wrong way. Wrong way. Go right. Go right. Go right. Make a pit stop, Julie. Get back the other way, you Frenchman. Get back. Hey, Julie. Watch the road. <laughs> oh no, look up ahead, it's the Jamaican team! Oh Jules, don't be afraid, you're coming down a little slower, Irie. There goes Suzanne Summers pulled by a blender fish. So it is true. What one can conceive, one can achieve. Thank you. Hey, I'm starting to see a pattern here. On the land, under the sea. Right, nine eye. There's nowhere to go but up. Hey, timekeeper, this is beautiful. But where's Jules? Relax, I've got him right here. Strap in, Julie. Oh, timekeeper. I'm flying. You can't fly. If you had wings, I'd let you go. Sweetheart, sit down, will you? Don't make me come over there. I'll turn this helicopter right around right now. Hang on to your whiskers, Jules. Woo-hoo! 
without a brief moment in the English countryside with someone named Trevor. Hello, Trevor! Take care! We're heading for that aqueduct. And here we are. Wow! This is it, Julie. The Big Apple. New York, New York. City of 10 million dreams. And one parking space. It's fantastic. Can you take me even higher? Higher, Monsieur Verne? Your wish is our command. Uh, sister, we have an unidentified Frenchman approaching now. Thank you. From the Earth to the Moon, no doubt you've made the journey. You wrote the book, Jules. You're very kind. Monsieur Verne, 30 seconds to your speech. Here we are, back at the exposition. Right oh. place, wrong time, you big lug nut. Hey, check this out, babe. Yo, yo, do the timekeeper rap. You got to see it now. See it. Sorry, guys, we're out of time. Thank you, timekeeper, for an extraordinary voyage. Extraordinary for me as well, sir. No, no. You are a most charming guide. You aren't so bad yourself, Jules. If I ever come back, I'm definitely going to look you up. I don't believe what I'm seeing. This is impossible. Improbable? <laughs> impossible, no. Mr. 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 Burley. Come on, come on. In the air. Goodbye, Jules. Don't forget to write. Goodbye, Nai-Nai. Au revoir, Monsieur Vern. You know, I'm really going to miss that guy. I'll miss him too, Nine-Eye, but there's still one place we haven't seen. Ladies and gentlemen, now that we know my time machine operates flawlessly, who would like to travel into the future? Hold it. You're putting people in this thing on purpose? Chill, Blinky. I'm on a roll. Now, any volunteers? Step right up. Don't be afraid. Put yourself through a massive time warp continuum. Please, no Disney employees. Anybody? Oh, fabulous. <laughs> Come on down. Uh-huh. There's the pioneer spirit. I hope you're insured. I hope you had your eyes checked. Now, prepare for the most fantastic journey of your lives. Okay, let her rip. Here we go. You did it. We're really in the future. Once in a while, you do amaze me. Actually, I surprise myself sometimes. <laughs> well, Tempest Fugit, dudes. You're history, people. pretty fabulous. Look, it's Jules and HG. Hey, guys! My dear Nine-Eye, good to see you again. Wait a minute. How did you get here? In the future, anything is possible. <laughs> hey, wait for me! Well, time flies, and now I'm going to go browse through the library at Alexandria. Check up on Columbus before he got to Ohio. Give Freud a piece of my mind and say, Oedipus, Oedipus. Okay, show's over. Get out of here, you little numbskulls. I love you. Thank you for coming today. Get out! Thank you, Timekeeper. On behalf of the Metropolis Science Center, we hope you've enjoyed your trip through time. Now, if you take all your belongings, including small children, and exit out the doors to the left, 
and enjoy the rest of your day here at the Magic Kingdom. Ciao, arigato gozaimasta. All feet are the same, bony knock knees. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Have a nice day, bye-bye. And with that, we close out episode 30 of the Imagineer podcast. I really do hope you enjoyed listening to this attraction and learning a little bit about the history and details of the Timekeeper. As I said, it's not one of the most iconic extinct attractions that are out there, but for a lot of Disney fans like myself who grew up in the 1990s going to Walt Disney World, this was an attraction that was really part of my childhood. And I'm hoping that many of you out there do remember riding Timekeeper If you don't, I hope this gave you a better idea of what that experience was like. Of course, you can always check it out by going to YouTube and searching for the timekeeper there because there are folks who were good enough in the mid-1990s and early 2000s to film Timekeeper. So again, you can head to YouTube to check it out. But again, I really hope you enjoyed at least listening to the audio and learning a little bit more about this extinct attraction. I, of course, want to hear from you about, number one, that Disney trivia question. Were you able to identify which character Jeremy Irons played in the Timekeeper? And second, I just want to hear your thoughts about the Timekeeper, especially if you had the chance to ride this. What was it like listening back to it on this episode? Was it an attraction that you really love to do at the Magic Kingdom? Um, if you have had never had the chance to experience a Timekeeper, what do you think after listening to this? As always, there are many ways that you can send me your feedback. You can either send me an email at imagineyourpodcast at gmail.com, or you can send me a direct message on any of our social media channels, which include Facebook and Instagram at Imagineer Podcast, Twitter at Imagineer Audio, or you can join our Facebook group, which is the Imagineer Podcast Disney fan community. There are so many places that you can connect with us, and I would encourage you, if you are on any of those social media channels, to please do follow our pages there. There's a lot of great content beyond the podcast that is visible to all of you uh, to enjoy. As always, if you have any friends, who love all things Disney, I would ask you to please share out the podcast with them. It does a lot to help us to grow our podcast, which has been growing very quickly over the last few months. Thanks to all of you for sharing out the podcast, whether you share out your favorite episode, whether it's the timekeeper or any other episode, or if you just share out the podcast in general or direct your friends to our social media pages, uh, every new subscriber and follower makes a huge difference. And if you want to do something extra special 
for the show, please go ahead and leave us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Always does a lot to help us to grow our uh, relevance on the iTunes channel, which is a huge podcast channel, of course. But no matter where you listen, whether it's on iTunes or Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcast, no matter where you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to us as well if you haven't done so already. That way you are the first to know when a new podcast episode drops. And if there's anything that I can do for you to make this show a better place, a better community, improve the show for you, I would love to hear your thoughts. You can always send me a direct message or an email. I do read each and every one of them personally and usually respond very quickly. And I have appreciated those of you who have reached out to me on all those platforms with ideas and suggestions for way to make the show better. I have implemented as many of them as I possibly can. Um, and again, if there's anything I could do for you to make the show a better place, please don't hesitate to reach out to me and to let me know. And lastly, I hope that everything you're doing out there is something that you love. I hope that you're hustling, helping to make your own dreams come true. Remember that you already have the power to make those dreams come true and to live the happiest life you possibly can. It's something that we always believe as Disney fans. And it always goes back to that amazing quote from Horizons. If you can dream it, you can do it. We'll see you in a future episode of the Imagineer podcast. Thank you, sir.